Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, a story that we've been keeping a close eye on is sex for rent arrangements being reported in Limerick and now further in the Midwest. Anne Murphy has been investigating these stories with the Irish Examiner and she joins us this morning. Good morning to you, Anne. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Now, you've uncovered another one of these sex for rent advertisements, this time in County Clare. Yes. um, Unfortunately, this is a very disturbing um, element, I suppose, of of what's happening um, at the moment as the country opens wide to people coming in from Ukraine. Um, This advert is um, put forward by a man um, who says he's in County Clare but will not give the location exactly other than to say it's near Ennis and Limerick City. Um, But it's offered specifically to a slim Ukrainian girl who he wants to move in with him. Um, When a prospective tenant um, made contact with him, he demanded a photograph and would not give any details in relation to the accommodation, no photos of the accommodation, unless that he would receive a photograph of the uh, correspondent because he wanted to make sure it was a woman. Um, obviously, this, this doesn't go both ways because he's not going to be willing to send photographs of the, the property or identify the location. And, and I presume he wasn't willing to send photographs of himself either. Well, presumably not. Um, he wasn't asked for one, um, but I'd imagine not because when um, the prospective tenant asked for his phone number to make contact with him, that was not forthcoming either until um, a photograph would be supplied. And obviously the prospective tenant didn't supply a photograph. Where are you uncovering these advertisements? They're on a number of different um, advertising websites and on Facebook groups. Now, they're not always advertised as um, explicitly as this one. Um, in some cases, the property is advertised as if it was a normal property. And it, they, they, typically in those kind of adverts, the price of the rent is not named, so you have to contact for more details on the location itself and on the on how much rent you'd be paying. And it's only at that point then that the person who is looking for a room becomes aware that this isn't a simple arrangement, that it is actually a sex for rent offer. Okay, so presumably you've been contacting some that just look dubious but may not be yes. explicit and you're uncovering the fact that, yes, they're yes. looking for, you know, uh, some kind of a swap here and it's not about money. How explicit was this guy? Like, what was the exact wording he used, apart from saying that he wanted a slim Ukrainian woman? Uh, he wasn't explicit initially. Um, he basically wanted company, is what he was saying. Um, and then when when pressed... Um, for more details, he did say that sex would be expected, but only after a while. Um, now, another one um, that has been advertised recently, not targeted at Ukrainians, um, targeted at women in general, was similar in nature. Um, but in correspondence with that person, um, the would-be landlord admitted that um, sexual activity was his first preference and that the amount of rent would be dependent on how much sexual activity there would be between himself and the would-be tenant um, and that this would also determine whether bills like the electricity, um, Wi-Fi, etc. would be split. So 
in some cases, free accommodation is being offered, but in other cases, it's reduced rent. Um, and obviously, in that case, it was um, there was a sliding scale involved. Now, this issue is going to be raised tomorrow at second stage um, in the doll of the ban on sex for rent bill, which was introduced on March 8th by uh, Social Democrats housing uh, spokesman Keno Callaghan. Um, ironically, that was introduced on International Women's Day. And one of the women who spoke to us said that it was the best uh, present that she could have gotten on International Women's Day. She had moved here from Italy last October and needed to get accommodation in um, at the end of December, early January. And she received three um, propositions when responding to um, adverts on Facebook groups, which appeared to be normal housing um, rental uh, arrangements, but then in actual fact turned out to be sex rent. Is it your belief that this is way more widespread than what you've even uncovered so far? I would think so because the scale of it is very secretive and private. Um, It's not um, being done through your normal rental channels, making it very difficult to find. Um, Some of the adverts that are placed that are, you know, explicitly looking for these arrangements are on websites that wouldn't be typically linked to, um, you know, property rental. Um, They are more classified websites that would be accessed primarily by people moving into the country that they would have been, um, you know, their normal advertising platforms in their home country because such advertising platforms don't just um, specifically deal with sex or rent, obviously. They, They have a widespread you know, of normal adverts as well, you know, cars for sale, um, you know, all the usual uh, classified adverts that you would find on such websites. Um, and it's just um, that these are hidden in, in uh, the property section. We're chatting to Anne Murphy of the Irish Examiner about these sex for rent arrangements that they have uncovered. And you've uncovered now quite a fair few in the Midwest. You know, the Limerick City, there were students, international students who were targeted. You do, uh, a situation in Newcastle West. Here's another one in Clare. Do you think the Midwest might be a bit of a hot spot for this carry on? I don't think so. I think it's it's just um, there there is a, a fairly widespread of it now. Um, in in the last couple of weeks, I found some um, in uh, or yeah, a lot in Dublin. Um, Dublin seems to be the hotbed of it. To be fair, if you, if you're talking about a hotbed, because obviously a lot of people come into Dublin, but it seems to be at the moment that it is targeting. Um, foreign women moving into Ireland looking for properties. As you mentioned there, there was the case of, of four um, foreign students um, who moved to Limerick and each had responded to these ads that they found um, on um, a Facebook group. The uh, wording wasn't exactly the same in all of them, but it does appear that it was the same person doing the advertising. Um, but there have been incidents in Kildare. There have been incidents in Waterford, as I mentioned, Cork earlier on. So it, it seems to be widespread across the country. It's just that it's only now um, that people are more willing to come forward and talk about it, I think. What's kind of depressing is the thought that the fact that they're advertising this, you, you do wonder, are they having any success with it? They wouldn't be advertising if they weren't. They wouldn't. No, one of the um, one of the landlords that I have spoken to um, as a prospective tenant, he said that he had done it previously and that it had worked out well. Um, other people um, that I've approached and asked, have they done it before? Some of them are saying that they haven't. Um, other people are saying that their friends have done it and it worked out well for them. So it does seem to be um, existing um, yeah, worked out well for the landlords. The I'd love to ask the tenants Indeed. whether they thought it worked out well for them. I mean, these are people, look, any any tenant 
who takes any landlord up on an offer like that has to be in a situation of absolute desperation. Yes, it's a, it's a situation where basically um, y- you, you probably don't have a lot of money. I have seen people um, offering such arrangements themselves uh, on one occasion where a person didn't have a lot of money and he did um, put up an ad on these websites and said that he was desperate to find accommodation and would be willing to consider this. But it isn't something that women are comfortable with and that has spoken to us. Um, one of them left the property immediately in Watford after the landlord made it clear to her only after moving in that sex would be expected from her. He had not told her um, when she went to view the property that that was what was expected from her. Um, so the the women that we have spoken to in relation to this have been horrified. One of the women told us that trying to find a property in Dublin was like falling into some kind of a hell. Um, she could not believe that this would happen in what she thought was a civilised country like Ireland. Yeah, well, when you have an accommodation and housing and homeless crisis like we have at the moment in this country, it isn't really all that surprising that this sort of thing is is cropping up. Rachel has been in touch with us on 461995 and asks, what century are we living in? I read that story that she is now hearing that we're talking about and she says it's stomach churning. How do we know that those offering a room or a house for a Ukrainian won't be expecting the same, she asks. Yes, and this is an area that is um, one of concern for um, a number of organisations um, who have been working with people in the homeless sector, but also people that are working with, um, you know, um, foreign nationals moving in. And I know it is a concern at the moment that is being raised um, by politicians and by NGOs about the, uh, you know, the, the problems that are facing um, the multitudes of women and children coming into the country from the um, war in Ukraine um, and Uh, efforts have been made in relation to implementing vetting but it's only now that the vetting is is being um, you know being put in place and already there are a lot of people having moved in here who would have made arrangements um, outside of the central the centralised um, pathway through the Red Cross and IPAS and, and that is a big concern I think that we have to um, appreciate that people will be put under pressure um, in those non-regulated uh, settings. Yeah, Well it's it's great to see that that bill is passing. Second stage in the door today is that what you say? Tomorrow. It's, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay yes. we'll, we'll be keeping a very close eye on that. Congratulations to you and your colleagues in the Irish Examiner and because I think that uh, uh, is is probably on the back of the great work the Examiner has done in covering all of this and thanks for joining us this morning on Limerick Today. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.